Thanks for joining the Fit to Lead podcast. This is Allison Jackson, and today's guest is Spencer Miller. Spencer is a 22-year-old elite cyclist from Indiana who's been focusing on fitness and nutrition for seven years now. He started his Instagram account at macro underscore chef with the intent of being healthier but still having the delicious treats he loved. It suddenly morphed into a business where he creates macro-friendly recipes for some of the biggest supplement companies in the industry. And from what he's learned over the years, he recently started his own supplement company, Macro Supps, where he sells a superior baking, cooking, protein powder, as well as a premium green supplement. You will definitely not be disappointed to hear the words of wisdom from this very wise 22-year-old. So I am super excited to have Spencer, the Macro Chef, with me today. So thank you so much for joining the Fit to Lead podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Me too. So um, as we were talking before we jumped on, I've been stalking you a little bit on Instagram. Um, you have amazing recipes that look awesome. And I'm obsessed with macros. So I feel like I'm like your target audience. But I would love for you to kind of take a step back and explain to people kind of your journey and how you got started with the macro chef and, and where you are today. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So it was probably I'm 22 now. It was probably close to eight years ago now um, when I first kind of was like noticed that I wanted to get healthier. I wasn't really fat, but like I was a little on the chubby side and I just wanted to improve my health and all that. And I kind of found the whole if it fits your macros, macro counting thing um, and kind of just learned from people like myself on Instagram and YouTube and all that. And so I started tracking macros and I lost a good bit of weight. I as I think a lot of people do and are afraid to talk about it, I took it too far. And I, I had a period of time where I had a, a bit of an eating disorder um, and got really unhealthy. So then over over time, I got over that. And now I, I kind of have a lot better view on everything. Um, and I've even had some people on Instagram reach out to me who have gone through the same thing. And um, I, I think it's just something that not many people talk about, right? Because like, it's it's pretty common with teenage girls, but most guys are afraid to talk about it. So um, I've had some some people that I've looked up to who've talked about their struggles, and so that that's kind of helped me through it. I'm I'm way beyond it now, and I would say I have a great relationship with food now. But that's kind of how it all started. So I was tracking macros, lost weight lost too much weight, got back to a healthy weight. Um, and during that time, I started cycling. And so I'm a competitive cyclist. Um, I'm a category one cyclist now, so I'm a lot better than I used to be. And now I race all over the country. I've raced in Canada, raced in Belgium. Um, but I've kind of used everything over the years that I've learned with nutrition and macros to kind of just make sure that I fuel myself the best way possible. But also then now not being afraid to eat certain foods because, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, it's going to kill my diet or whatever. And just realizing that food is fuel and, you know, it's, it's not going to make or break it. So, um, and now, now I am doing what I do now. I started making some recipes for supplement companies. Um, and that's kind of how my Instagram page grew. And then over the years of using other brands, supplements and kind of, having a following, I, I am also very entrepreneurial minded and I'm going to school for business. And so I was kind of chatting with my brother and we had the idea probably 
probably six or so months ago about like, what if I were to create my own supplements and kind of just went for it. So now that's where I am with macro chef and then creating macro subs. I love it. Oh my gosh. There's so many things I wanted to like jump into right there. Um, yeah, sorry. So that was a lot. I just all, no, all was, at you. no, it was so good though. So first of all, the, the eating disorder thing, which I, I kudos to you because that is hard to bring, bring up and confront and, and deal with. And I have a 13 year old daughter and it's funny. Cause I was like, Oh, you should track your macro. She's like, well, I don't want to get an eating disorder. So I think they're so much more cognizant and I mean, it could happen with anything. So I compete in figure competitions and th that is strewn with eating disorders because you yep. do get so focused on the numbers and what you're eating and how much and stuff. So um, what do you feel like was, was the pivotal moment for you when you realized that um, you know, you mentioned food as fuel. What, what do you feel like was the crossover when you really were like, okay, I, I understand macros, but I don't have to be so obsessed with them. Yeah. So it was probably, I think the year was, it was maybe late. I think it was 2015 or 2016. I can't remember. Um, it was, it was as I was getting a lot more into cycling. I have a local friend here. Um, who I ride with a lot and he went to or was going to a cycling training camp with a professional cyclist out in Tucson um, and he asked me to go with him so I went out and we stayed with the professional cyclists who were riding with him and all that and um, his team chef was there he was there he was one of the best in the country at the time and I was kind of able to at that time I would I'd gotten back to a healthy weight but I was still tracking and like being super obsessive and tedious about everything and I would kind of see that like, he would eat a lot, eat healthy. Like he wasn't, he wasn't worried about every little thing. And he was one of the best in the world. And that kind of made me realize, okay, like I need to fuel my workouts and that they're like, I'm, I'm not in a sport, even like, like I'm not a, a bodybuilder or a figure competitor where I need to get down to a certain weight. And that for me, it's more about the fuel. And that's kind of what I really saw with him through his daily life is he would eat a lot, eat when he was hungry, not eat when he wasn't hungry and just kind of simplified it. And it kind of took someone who I really looked up to, who was where I aspire to be in cycling and to realize that like, okay, this, this isn't something that you need to obsess over. Like if this guy can be this good and he doesn't even think about it, then there's gotta be more to it. So that, that's I kind of a that. big turning point for me. I love that. I love that. That's amazing. So now I, as I mentioned, I stalk you on Instagram, love your recipes. Do you have a background <laughs> in cooking or is this just something, you know, just, just something you just picked up? Like, how did you get into the whole recipe building aspect? Yeah, that's funny. So I, I don't have any background at all. Um, a lot of people ask me like, oh, did you learn it from your mom or anyone? And like people in my family can cook, but I've never really learned um, anything from them. So I kind of, um, just kind of over the years, everything got better. If you, I'm sure everyone was nice to me back when I first started, but the recipes were pretty terrible. Like I would give people <laughs> stuff and I, I would, I assume they would probably just throw it away behind my back because I, I can't believe anyone would eat it. But now, um, people actually really like them. And I, for a brief period of time with making the recipes thought, maybe I wanted to go into cooking and, um, I have some family who lives out in San Francisco and I stayed with them. And I worked at a nice Italian restaurant out there and I very quickly found out that restaurant business is stressful and I enjoy cooking for myself and for fun, but not something I want to do for a profession. But yeah, so just, just kind of self-taught and trial and error. 
I love it. I love it. And then um, share a little bit about what, what it is involved with or what has to happen to create your own supplement line. I mean, that's no small undertaking. Yeah. So um, a lot more than, well, I think it, it's kind of two-sided. I think it's easier than a lot of people think, but also harder, like easier as in anyone with some money can go to a supplement manufacturer and make something. Um, mm -hmm. But then there's the whole side of how are you going to sell it? How are you actually going to make money? How are you going to make sure that you're not going to get sued by people? Um, logistics, like I going into it, um, I, I think I didn't realize how much money and time it would take, right? Because you can mm -hmm. buy product for this price and I'm like, oh, I can sell it for this price. Well, I didn't think about cost of labels on top of product, cost of shipping product to me, shipping product to people, um, insurance, just so many things that kind of can get overlooked. And um, luckily I have some help from my brother who's good and business-minded and my dad um, to help me think of the things that I don't really think of. But yeah, it kind of started with um, reaching out to a bunch of different manufacturers, even finding anyone that would be willing to deal with someone who would order as small as me, right? Because I don't have the money to order 10,000 units. So right. um, that was a, a big thing. And so once I found someone, um, I got on the phone with them, kind of learned more about them, and then kind of went through the process of telling them what I wanted in there. Um, and then they had their scientists just kind of come back and tell me, well, you need this type of preservative or this to mix it and went probably for about four months back and forth, like getting the samples right and the flavor right. Like I got the first or one batch and I had a certain percentage of whey and casein and I wanted more casein. And then I got another one back and I thought it was a little too sweet. And so um, it was a pretty big <laughs> process. And yeah, so now I'm really happy with the product. But yeah, it's kind of just taking the time. I mean, they they have a huge list of raw ingredients and you or anyone who has an idea of what they want to put in there and some, some money to invest in, it could go make their own supplements, which is pretty cool, but that is yeah. pretty cool. Now is, are your supplements geared towards obviously baking and cooking and making all your fabulous recipes? Yeah. So the, the protein, um, the blend of whey and casein I put in there is a lot better for baking and cooking than just a whey, whereas whey can kind of get spongy and super dried out. Um, so that's kind of how I made the protein. And then I also have a green supplement, which doesn't have anything to do with baking or cooking, but, um, it's something I really believe in. And I started using other brands, um, a couple of years ago daily and noticed a lot of health benefits and, um, did a lot of research on the ingredients and, and made, in my opinion, the best greens on the market with everything in there. Um, so yeah, that's, that, that's a big thing with the greens and, I've had people tell me that like, oh, I eat vegetables or whatever. I don't take a green supplement. And what I'm, I'm kind of trying to get across to people is like a green supplement, a good green supplement should not be fruit and vegetables. It's, it's more of like the um, spirulina, the algaes, the wheatgrass, um, adaptogenic mushrooms, things that you're not just going to go out to the grocery and eat that. So, right. um, yeah, but I guess that's a long-winded answer if I have a protein and the greens. <laughs> I love that. No, no, that's awesome. So, uh, you know, on this journey, cyclist, chef, supplement developer, what do you consider your superpower and why? Uh, oh, man. Um, <laughs> I, I would say from this, 
a lot of it comes from cycling, just being able to like endure, whether it's like uh, a time of business not going well or working out or anything like that. I just, I think I've learned really well um, to, to handle difficulties and being, being comfortable with being uncomfortable, if that makes sense. Um, And a lot of that comes from the cycling training. Like some days I ride five hours and I enjoy it, but you're not always the most comfortable. And I think that's something that a lot of people don't really understand is you have to get out of your comfort zone to grow. And Mm. there's so many people that are never comfortable getting out of their comfort zone. So I would say that's something that I've, I've gotten really good at, whether it's with business or exercise or anything. That's a good one. Yeah. I'm a firm believer in that, that the the magic Mm -hmm. happens outside your comfort zone. Right. Right. So you are probably super busy, right? Between being an entrepreneur and a student and, and, you know, running a business, a website, all that stuff. What's a non-negotiable for you when it comes to like your self-care and wellness and keeping yourself at your best? Um, I would say at least eight hours of sleep. Like if I can really tell, like I'll, I'll start to get like a, a runny nose or a throat scratch or like pretty quickly if I try to continue my normal daily routine of training and everything I do, but I get multiple days where I get five, six hours of sleep, that really catches up with me quick. Um, so that's honestly the most important thing to me. Knock on wood, I really don't get sick often because of all the the stuff I do to take care of myself. And I think I think the sleep is the biggest thing just to keep your immune system up and energy up and all that. So that's, that's the most important to me, I would say. Yeah, that's a huge one. That's definitely a huge one. And in terms of, um, is there a piece of advice you could offer for someone that's thinking about, you know, starting a business or trying to grow their Instagram following? Is there one or two key takeaways that, that you can kind of impart on, uh, on folks? Um, yeah, I would say something that I've learned from some other people who are a lot better than me is kind of just always staying genuine, you know, um, posting you know to what the people want but not not being I guess uh, obsessed with the amount of likes or follows or anything like that if you post good content I think the followers will will come and also if you're genuine um, I I found too from me my engagement's been better and the growth has been better but I've started to incorporate myself more rather than food because people people like the pictures of the food, but they're, they're following for a personality. Um, but I would say, yeah, just doing it. If it makes you happy. I never, I never planned to grow my Instagram this big. I just enjoyed making protein pancakes and all that. And I think had I started it planning to grow it, I would have already quit or it never would have gotten so big. And I think a big key is just making sure that every step of the way is enjoyable. Mm, I love that. I love that. That's an awesome one. And is there um, a recent book or podcast you could recommend to folks? Um, yeah. So I started recently, well, it's a pretty new podcast, but um, it's with a guy, Eric, the electric. Um, do you know him on YouTube? He does a no. bunch of eating challenges. So no. Yeah. So he, he's got like a million subscribers. Um, he'll do like 20,000 calorie eating challenges, but <laughs> I, I've gotten to to message with him a good bit and he's a cyclist as well. He went through a period of uh, an eating disorder. So I feel like we have a lot in common, but he has a, a really good podcast with another guy who's a triathlete. And he kind of talks about how he eats um, to be able to do the eating challenges and his exercise and 
Um, he also gives a lot of good nutritional information, um, but he opened up about like his eating disorder and it's just a fun podcast to listen to because I'm interested in food and exercise yeah. and all that. So they, they put them both together. So, Oh, I love that. I love that. I definitely have to check that out. Uh-huh. Um, and then do you have a favorite life hack, whether it's a favorite recipe, an app, a routine? Hmm. I would say my smoothies. I make a smoothie every day. Um, but I like with my protein, which blends up a little thicker. And then I have a bunch of, I put a lot of frozen fruit in it. It's almost like ice cream. And so it's like a blender full of like creamy, basically protein ice cream. And it's like three or 400 calories. And, um, I have that almost every day just because I have a big sweet tooth and it's refreshing after my workouts. And so I would say that's, that's my go-to every day. Oh, I like that. And that is a super easy, whether that's a meal, a snack on the go at home. That's an awesome one. I love that. Cause I know a lot of people struggle. A lot of clients I work with struggle. Like, how do I get my protein in? I don't know what, you know, where to go for it. So that that's awesome. And I love protein ice cream. Who doesn't love that? Right. Yes. Um, do you have a mantra or a quote that you live by? Um, I would say I, it, I forget, I forget who it's by, but my friends and I kind of joke about it when we're cycling a little bit, but I, I kind of do actually live by it and believe in it. It's, it never gets easier. You just go faster. And I think that's, that's with life or working out. It could be for weightlifting, obviously it wouldn't be faster um, or business. Like I think you should always kind of, to me, it means you should always push and challenge yourself and you'll be better for it. Um, so, so yeah, just, just not not focusing on things becoming easier, but focus on the growth that comes from it. I love that. That is a great one. And then finally, I want you to kind of share where people can learn about you, learn more about your supplements. Um, and I will put everything in the show notes, but if you could just kind of go through all the ways to, to connect with you and learn more about you. Yeah. So my Instagram is macro, M-A-C-R-O underscore chef. Um, and then my website for the supplements is macrosubs.com. So if you go to the Instagram macro underscore chef, I have the supplements link there. Um, and then I've also got the supplement Instagram is at macro subs. Awesome. I'm super excited to try your supplements, by the way. I've been awesome. trying to find the right green super blend. So I think I might have to try yours. Yeah, you have to check it out. I think you'll really like it. Awesome. I'm so happy that you were able to join today. You were like an old soul. I can't believe you're 22 years old. Like I feel like I'm talking <laughs> to someone that's like older than me. Um, so I, I really appreciate kind of, you know, your insight and perspective. It was really uh, beneficial. Yeah. Thank you. It was really enjoyable. First ever podcast I've been on. So get out. Fun. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, you're like an old pro. You're going to do awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was fun. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Thanks so much, Spencer.